Hello and welcome to Law to the People. It's a podcast brought to you by myself and two other attorneys with varying backgrounds to bring you the most important basic fundamental principles and laws uh, to your understanding. Uh, I have my co-hosts are Fernando Chavez. Uh, he's an attorney uh, well known for his civil litigation and personal injury uh, advocacy and wins. He's got the largest jury verdict out of LA County and quite frankly, I think out of California for 58 million. Um, we've got Tony Palak. Oh wait, let me backtrack. Fernando Chavez is the son of Cesar Chavez, the legendary uh, labor movement activist who paved the way for a lot of the existing laws that protect uh, employees and, and laborers. Um, that's very important to know. <laughs> uh, we also have Tony Palak. He um, is a very well-respected attorney in the criminal immigration realm. Um, he's got landmark uh, court of appeals decisions and uh, Basically, we've come together to provide our viewers with the most fundamental understanding of the law possible. And we hope to bring forward all of the most important, like I said, principles uh, to your understanding. So without further ado, Fernando Chavez, everyone. My name is uh, Fernando Chavez. Uh, I'm a civil litigation lawyer. Been practicing for about 30 years. Uh, I've had the good fortune to represent a lot of people who have been severely injured. Uh, as Bilal said earlier, I um, was involved in a, a trial where we got one of the largest uh, jury verdicts uh, ever in the state of California in Los Angeles for a uh, who was severely injured by a security guard. Uh, the jury awarded us uh, $57,785,000. This was uh, in 19, I'm sorry, in 2016. Uh, as Bill all said, it's important that people know their rights. It's too easy for people to think that uh, there's nothing they can do. Uh, it's important that if, uh, with respect to, to a civil case and if someone sustained an injury, that they consult someone to see whether or not they've got a case <clears throat> because um, you know, the law is very complicated. Uh, I'll give you a perfect example. Uh, if you, uh, uh, I had a case one, once where uh, an individual was severely injured as a result of uh, roadway design. That means that uh, the roadway was poorly built with no uh, uh, shoulders that were required to be put in. And that person waited about uh, a long period of time, about eight or nine months uh, before they went to see a lawyer. And when they did, uh, <clears throat> they uh, uh, were denied the opportunity to file a lawsuit because in California, if you've got a governmental entity, that means a city, a county, a uh, municipal district, uh, BART, or a transit system, 
you've got six months to file a claim. And if you don't file a claim, then you can be, uh, you can be out and you've got to petition the court for leave to be able to file that claim. And depending, sometimes the judge will say, uh, too bad. Uh, in this particular case, the judge uh, uh, granted us relief to be able to file the claim. But there's been other cases that I've known of, uh, quite, a, quite a few, that people have been denied the opportunity to file the claim. So things like that, those little technical things that uh, people don't uh, understand. Um, same thing, for example, uh, in filing just a typical uh, uh, claim for an injury. Uh, in California, it's two years. If you're a minor, that extends it until the age of... Uh, when you're after the age of, uh, of majority, majority being 18. So those are the kinds of little ins and outs of the, uh, the law that people don't always understand. Uh, people think, oh, my God, my son was injured uh, because they fell from a, uh, a, a balcony that didn't have railings when he was five years old. It's, he's now 10. There's nothing I can do. Well, uh, that's not true. You may still have a very viable cause of action. Um, so uh, you need to consult an attorney, you know, and people should consult an, an attorney who has a specialty in the area. If you're going to do, look for somebody who does uh, 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 bodily injury cases, personal injury cases, and go see someone who does those. They know the ins and outs. Um, if you need someone who does uh, criminal law, go see a criminal lawyer. And same thing for immigration right. and whatever other area of law that, uh, that you're looking, looking for, uh, legal uh, uh, expertise. Right. And, and basically, uh, thank you, Fernando, for that. It's, it's very important because, you know, it, it's night and day, you know, whether you know uh, a basic principle or a basic law uh, as opposed to not knowing it. And, and that's the reason we started this podcast, Law to the People. Uh, we want to give you, the viewers, uh, as much information as, as you as we can give you in order for you to make a decision. Uh, you know, even if you don't have a case, uh, just protecting your rights, or if you want to do something, or if you want to start a business, or you're being charged with a crime, uh, we, we want to give you the basic principles that uh, give you basically a starting point from where you can uh, move forward and either consulting with an attorney or representing yourself or at least knowing what to do. Um, I saw a statistic the other day that basically said 90% uh, of Americans don't know what our first, second, fourth, fifth amendment, the, the, the most basic amendments are unknown by a majority of, of citizens in this country, um, which is shocking on one hand and kind of uh, not really shocking on the other because as attorneys, you know, we went to law school uh, we studied the laws intently. We took the bar exam and all of that, whereas individuals and in, in the public are not uh, expected to, and because they're not exposed to it, because you know they don't have a duty. Um, but uh, I believe in our philosophy leading up to the creation of this podcast is that everyone does have a duty to understand these basic principles. Um, so, so thank you for that, Fernando, um, who. You know, he's, he's, he's the go-to, you know, we call him the, the, the injury guru because of the uh, intricacies that he understands uh, that he knows how to work around. Um, so, so now, real quick, uh, I just want to introduce Tony Palak. Um, 
Uh, Tony, if, if you're on, uh, you can take it from here, uh, introduce yourself and tell us and tell the viewers why uh, the law is important to them. Sure. Um, you were mentioning the, uh, the amendments, the constitutional amendments. A lot of people don't understand you know, what their rights are if they're stopped by a police officer. Um, are they required to identify themselves? Are they required to communicate with the police officer? You know, what happens if it's a traffic stop and the cop wants to search your, your car? You know, the, these are really basic things that everybody should understand, but most people don't. And um, they are enshrined in our Constitution under the Fourth Amendment. Uh, there's also the Fifth and Sixth Amendments, which have to do with what happens when you're uh, interrogated or investigated or you're in court. Um, you know, they're basic... Uh, rules that everyone should understand but don't always uh know about um am i still on yeah you're, you're good yeah i think we lost somebody there um that's okay in any event uh uh so so just to amplify what you were saying um you know these these rights are so important and so fundamental that hopefully in our podcast we can you know cover them and everybody can come to an, a basic understanding of them. Yes. Uh, and so, you know, we are going to get into the specifics in, in, in episodes to come. This first episode, we just want to introduce some of these basic principles. Um, so let's, let's go around. Uh, we'll start with you, Tony, and then we'll go to Fernando. Uh, one of the most basic principles that you can, you know, give a viewer right now what would it be it would be i think uh, the one that i i'm most uh, concerned about people knowing is when you're stopped by a police officer you know are, are you required to cooperate with that police officer when they stop you and um one of the the basic uh uh instructions that i give my clients is ask um, am i free to leave am i free to go because it puts the police officer in a position where they have to determine whether they have you in custody or not that And being in custody, being able to, um, or not being free to leave, which is when, when you're in custody, it doesn't mean that they've handcuffed you. It doesn't mean that, that you're sitting in the back of the police car or anything like that. It just means that you can't walk away because you're, for some reason, a suspect or there's some kind of suspicion that you may have done something wrong. And the police officer has the right to, uh, to stop you, to check you, to see if you have weapons on you, and to um, you know, ask you some questions. And, and in, a, in a vast majority of cases, um, unfortunately, uh, people uh, don't realize that they can walk away because it's called a consensual encounter. Now, we've had uh, cases in uh, like in New York City and even in Oakland where they had stop and frisk laws or stop and frisk policies, uh, which are, by the way, unconstitutional, which said that the cops could just stop anyone they wanted and frisk them for weapons. But that's that's mm -hmm. against the law that they're really not allowed yeah. to do that. And when you ask the police officer whether you're free to leave, you put the police officer in a position where they have to make a decision uh, whether to keep right. you in custody, whether to tell you you can't leave. And so that's right. one basic instruction that I give my clients is ask, am I free to go? Right. Mm -hmm. and, and, and I think that uh, rings true in, in importance um, now more than ever, because a lot of what, what, what most people don't know is that these amendments were created to protect individuals against government tyranny and against laws, uh, you know, the overreaching and the unfettered discretion by state agents to to, to enforce um, the law in, in a way that they want and 
which would amount to tyranny. Um, so, so thank you for that, uh, Tony. I want to go to Fernando. Uh, actually, I've never asked you this question, Fernando. I'm curious to know uh, what, what you think, uh, you know, from your civil perspective, what, you know, the most Im important basic principle would be for, for an average Joe to know. Well, you know, uh, unlike criminal law where you're, you know, you're dealing with protected uh, rights of liberty, uh, in civil, it's not as, uh, as crucial, but, you know, it's important to know what, you know, what, uh, what your rights are. Uh, I would say that, uh, you know, just, you know, being aware that, uh, for example, what I do in injury case is that, you know, people need to know um, if they've been injured, whether or not they have a potential claim against the person who, or the company who, who caused the injury. And uh, for example, um, uh, I had a case involving a, a driver who fell asleep and uh, rolled over um, and uh, severely injured a passenger. And, you know, people thought, that, well, you know, it's the other person's fault. Well, it, partially it was, but at the same time, it turned out that there was a, uh, a curve that wasn't uh, uh, protected with barriers that had it been, uh, it might've been able to, to when the person struck that barrier, uh, uh, put him back onto the roadway, which may have given the driver an opportunity to, to recover. Uh, so, you know, people just need to be aware of that. Uh, they need to look into, uh, see whether or not they have a potential claim if they've been, uh, if they've been injured or know someone who's been injured. Uh, it doesn't cost anything. Uh, most, you know, lawyers, the guys that, uh, the individuals who do this on a day in and day out basis, uh, We'll give you a free consultation to tell you whether or not uh, they think there's a claim. Right, and I think that's very important because a lot of people assume that you know they associate uh, attorneys with having to pay a lot of money, but um, you know, as an attorney, you know, I want to tell the viewers that you know use those free consultations whether you want to open up a business or whether you've been charged with a crime or you just you just want to know something, if you're just curious. Um, go, you know, take advantage of that 30 minute free consultation that most attorneys will give you. And, you know, Bill, um, even now, for example, yeah. if you were to go to, to our website, Chavez Law Group, you could actually get a consultation uh, online. Uh, you put down the facts and what the issues are and an attorney will call you back uh, based on what, uh, you know, what you put down in the consultation. So sometimes you don't even need yeah. to go to an attorney. You can either call or you can do it online. And, and uh, I see that more and more now. Yeah, that's, that's a feature I really like about your, uh, your firm's uh, page. Uh, I mean, it's just so easy to, to go in there. And, and you guys have so much other supplemental information for people to know um, <clears throat> as it relates to, to, to the filing of a claim. Right, um, right. So th thank you for that. Um, I'd say, you know, for me, uh, obviously, I'm, uh, you know, I've only been practicing law for two years now. Uh, I've pretty much done a little bit of everything from criminal to civil to immigration to business. Uh, I'm very interested in the civil litigation slash business uh, type of uh, law. Uh, and a lot of people, especially starting new businesses, um, you know, they don't realize how our tax structure works, for example, and, and what it means to actually limit liability. 
um, when you start a business or you're working as an independent contractor. Um, so, so for me, that's one of my focuses right now to, to let people know, hey, um, depending on what type of business you want to open, um, this is how you limit your liability. Uh, for example, we have a case right now against the daycare. Um, it was one of those home daycares that, uh, you know, they didn't have, uh, they were not incorporated, uh, didn't have uh, specific insurance for their business. So what happens is, you know, this little kid got injured, you know, one and a half years old, you know, somehow a whole uh, gallon of boiling hot water was spilled all over him and caused first and second degree burns. Um, and, 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 you know, that person is just not protected. You know, they did not limit their liability by getting that insurance, which is only 800 bucks a, a year. You know, now they're facing, you know, serious, um, you know, penalties, financial penalties to compensate for this kid. You know, he's have to have surgery. He's got to, his parents have to stay home from work and take care of him. You know, he's, he's got these scars that are, you know, he's going to have, you know, forever. So uh, limiting your liability if you are conducting business is, is one of my uh, areas. Um, and, and just to, to let the viewers know, uh, lots of the people we're going to be uh, doing, uh, basically, this is for you guys. This is for you guys, the viewers. So we want to engage with you. Uh, we want to tailor our episodes to the information and to the questions that you do have. So feel free to visit us at lotsofthepeople.com where you know you could submit questions. Um, right now we're doing this first podcast over an app, a really cool app called Anchor, which I recommend everybody to download. And you can actually submit uh, a video or a recording of yourself uh, asking a question and, and we could you know address it and we could even include the voice note or the video in our um, in our podcast. Uh, so feel free to do that. Um, and, you know, we're going to try to do this more frequently right now. I know we're, we're very, very busy people as well. You know, Fernando's on his way to, uh, you know, trial Tony's on his way to court. Uh, I'm on my way to escrow. So that's why we have to do this right now. Um, like this, but we do want to get this information to you guys. Um, so definitely feel free to let us know. Um, Tony Fernando, if you guys have anything you'd like to add, one thing I would I would add just uh, in closing, and that is that what I see all too often is that in in cases involving uh, people who get injured, I notice all too often that individuals carry way too low limits of insurance. I've had cases oh, yeah. where I've had to tell a, a widow that the pars uh, the person who caused the accident only had $15,000 of insurance and the person uh, who was uh, who was fatally injured had an insurance policy with uninsured motorists of 15,000. Well, that's all you get. You get 15,000. That's all you get. What's the difference in premium costs? It doesn't cost much more to increase your limits uh, to 100, 300,000 with uh, matching uninsured uh, limits. Um, and on that same note, uh, you know, you can be a pedestrian on the street and if you're hit by someone who doesn't have insurance, uh, people think, well, that's it. You don't, that's it. You don't have any more claims. Well, 
if you've got uninsured motorists and you live in the household of an insured who's a relative, whether that's a cousin, aunt, uncle, whatever, uh, you would be covered by their uh, uninsured motorist coverage. So that's that's important uh, thing to know. And maybe next time we could do a little bit more discussion on on insurances. Absolutely. That's that's very good to know. Thank you. Uh, Tony, would you like to add anything? Uh, no, just that uh, I found that interesting as well. I didn't realize that you could use somebody else's uninsured motorist coverage if you were without insurance. Is that how you explained it, Fernando? Yeah. If you live in someone's home who's got insurance and you are related, and related could be a cousin, it could be an in-law, uh, you are covered by the un uninsured modus provision of the policy, assuming that they have it. Wow. wow. <laughs> Very All right, sweet. <laughs> Even a lawyer learned from um, that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, just that little bit of information, it's so, um, you know, revolutionary. And, and that's how I'm looking at this, uh, you know, with the information that we're going to, it really is revolutionary because the law is the law. It's not based on, it's the letter of the law. It's not based on emotions or, or, or you know, fears or, no, it's, it's, it's based on what the law says. And obviously that, you know, comes from, you know, our moral compass and what we think is right and wrong. But at the end of the day, uh, if you feel something is wrong, and even, you know, if it is wrong, we, you know, we would agree that it's wrong. If the letter of the law uh, excludes your claim or excludes uh, or includes uh, your ability to do or not to, to do something, then, you know, that's what it is. And, you know, you could argue public policy, but I'd rather that you know the law. Um, so with that said, uh, again, let us know uh, what questions you might have, what topics you'd like us to cover, and thank you for listening.